Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 199 of the Juice Box Podcast. I'm incredibly excited to tell you that today's guest is the star of Blackish on ABC to tell the truth. You've seen him in the Transformers. He's voices in your favorite cartoon. The man does everything. I was about to say that in his spare time, he came on the podcast to talk about Get Real About Diabetes, but then I realized I think he was in a car being driven from one thing to another when I spoke to him, so it's possible he doesn't actually have any spare time. Before we get started, I want to thank the generous sponsors of the podcast, Dexcom, Omnipod, and Dancing for Diabetes. You can go to Dexcom.com forward slash juicebox, myomnipod.com forward slash juicebox, or dancing the number four diabetes.com to learn more. There's also links in your show notes and at juiceboxpodcast.com. Anthony's on the show today to tell us about his life with type 2 diabetes and about his project with Novo Nordisk called Get Real About Diabetes. And then I get to ask him some, like, you know, fan questions at the end. And I'll have some bonus audio as well. That'll be at the very, very end. I'll explain later. Please remember that nothing you hear on the Juice Box podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise, and to always consult a physician before making changes to your healthcare plan. Anthony, hello. Hey, brother. How are you? Good, good. Can I start by just thanking you for doing this? I um, This show is usually focused on type 1 diabetes, but I think a lot about the need for a type 2 community, and it's just it's really good of you to add your name and your face to this. I, I really appreciate it. Oh, no problem. Thank you for doing what you're doing. You know, I see all the time that people need good information, but they also need how, you know, they need to know how to put it into practice, and sometimes even that isn't enough for them until they can really look forward and see someone else accomplishing something that maybe they can't even imagine doing. It's a, it's an incredible benefit. And, and sometimes people can't get started on their own. So it's, you know, especially with type two diabetes with a stigma that's sort of unfairly attached to it. It's, it's a it's really, it's amazing. So thank you very much. Can I start by asking you how long you've had type two? Going on 18 years now. Did you, tackle it immediately or how did you how did you handle being told that you had diabetes was it something you expected to happen or did it kind of take you by surprise took me by surprise uh wasn't expecting this at all um handled it as best i could with the with the limited information and knowledge that i had at the time and and then just um over the years getting more knowledgeable about the disease and how it affects the body how it affects me only helped in my, uh, I shouldn't say aid, but only helped in, in me dealing with it and maintaining it a healthy lifestyle over these past 18 years. It hasn't always been the best. You know, there have been challenges just like anyone else mm-hmm. who, who has this, this, this disease and, and just dealing with something new and how it affects the body uh, and, and just your lifestyle. But, you know, over the course of time, becoming more knowledgeable about, you know, how it affects me, how the food that I, I eat, uh, how that changes it in, inside my body, and, and all of that, you know, and, and, that's, and that, that, that's what led me to this partnership with Novo Nordisk. What were you about to say? I was just going to say, it's incredibly interesting. The human spirit is amazing, because even though there was type 2 in your family, it didn't occur to you, like you never thought that it was going to happen to you. I think that's so common for everyone. You know, no one, it's, it would be hard to live your life if you're always expecting something like that, that to happen. 
Hey, what's crazy about that is, yeah, it, 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 it's in my family, but I was the first person that was diagnosed with it, you know, which made it, which made it, interest, which made it interesting for me, you know. Um, and once I was diagnosed with it and, and realizing what my symptoms were and are, I realized that growing up, my father had the symptoms of a type 2 diabetic, but was never diagnosed because he never went to the doctor to, uh, to have that checked out. And, and years later, after my diagnosis, he was diagnosed as, as a type 2 diabetic. So, yeah, it ran in the family, but I was the first one affected with it. That's crazy. Did, did it, in hindsight, do you ever wonder if your father sort of was authentically who he would have been if he knew and was able to keep his blood sugar more under control? No, no, no. no. I mean, yeah, I, I, I do, I do. No, I do think that, and no, I don't believe he was as authentic as he could have been. Uh, now knowing how this disease uh, can affect people, especially unchecked. My daughter has type one diabetes. She's had it since she was two, and she's fourteen now. And I think that one of my main, I don't know, responsibilities is to keep her blood sugar in a place where she can be who she's meant to be, so that she doesn't spend time too low or too high, just sort of, you know, going through life as a shell of, you know, of who she'd be if she didn't have diabetes. It's just, it's incredibly interesting to me that he lived that long with it and just never knew. Yeah. It, you know, and, and, and now that I know what these symptoms are and, and, and what to look for, uh, in a person that, that, you know, has diabetes or whatnot, um, you know, I, I would look at my father and, and I always thought he was just, fatigued and tired because of, of the hard work that he did. My father worked in the steel mills of Los Angeles. Uh, he was also a, a small business owner. And, you know, I, I thought that was just taking its toll uh, on him. Uh, you know, there, there would be midday naps. You know, there would be fluctuation of weight. I'd be like, oh, Pops is, you know, my, my Pops is, has always been a big man. He's from Little Rock, Arkansas, 6'4" you know, 300 plus pounds. And then sometimes he would slim down and sometimes he would, you know, uh, bulk up and, you know, like, oh, okay. But, but now I, uh, having, having those things happen to me, uh, when, when I let, uh, uh when I just wasn't conscious, I'm not going to say when I let, uh, uh, my, my sugars go unchecked or the de- disease go unchecked when, when I wasn't conscious of the things that I needed to be doing, you know, I was like, damn it, this is what my father was going through. And I know how it's made me feel in the past. And I can only imagine, uh, you know, how it was affecting him. Can I ask you, when you really started to pay closer attention to your diet and your exercise and, and everything, you know, that's important for you, especially having type 2, how much of your focus was on getting yourself healthy and how much of it was about being a better role model maybe for your children? I'm going to handle the ads differently today because of the length of this episode. Just let me briefly say that the podcast is sponsored by Omnipod, makers of the tubeless insulin pump that my daughter has been using for a decade. It is sponsored by Dexcom, makers of the G6 continuous glucose monitor, and of course by Dancing for Diabetes. At the end of this episode, I'm going to give you more information about all of them, links where you can check them out, learn more, maybe get a demo sent to you. How much of your focus was on getting yourself healthy and how much of it was about being a better role model maybe for your children? It was a combination of both. Uh, you know, it was a, a few years into the disease, not that I never took it seriously or, 
or worked at uh, uh, my, my, my health. Um, but at, at, there just comes a time you was like, okay, you know what? I have to kick this up uh, another level. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't want, I didn't want to leave my, my family like my father left us. Um, I, I didn't want um, my children and my wife to have to deal um, uh, with a premature uh, death uh, of me because of a disease that had gone unchecked. And if there was something that I could do, you know, uh, to make this better, I, I'm pulling out all the stops. So it was a combination of all that a combination of being healthy, not only for myself, uh, but for my family. I think you make an incredibly good point too. I sort of said when you got serious about it, but there's plenty of effort and hard work that goes into diabetes. And when you don't have the right tools, it doesn't make, it doesn't mean your effort was any less just because, you know, when you start off and you don't quite understand what you should be doing, or you don't understand the the scope of what's happening to you, you're still working hard. The anxiety still there, the day-to-day struggle still there. So it's, I guess it's once you really put all the pieces together. And I guess that kind of leads me to what you're doing with Novo Nordisk. You guys have built a community online to help people understand better their disease. Can you tell me a bit about it? Yeah. Uh, you know, our Facebook page, uh, Get Real About Diabetes, and our website, GetRealAboutDiabetes.com, is, is all about, you know, getting the information, getting the tools that you need as a type 2 diabetic. Um, you know, to maintain a healthy lifestyle after being diagnosed uh, with this disease. You know, uh, myself included, at one, in the beginning, I was like, oh, I'm a diabetic. Okay, I'll just cut out sugar. Well, it's more than just cutting out sugar. It, it, it's much bigger than that. And, you know, what, what we've put together is, is a website and, and, and a page of information that helps uh, someone who's been newly diagnosed with the disease or someone who's just curious about it because there's a family member or uh, or, or whatnot. And, and it's just, um, uh, information that we can all take from this. Okay. I will, uh, I'll put links in, you know, in all the show notes and everything so people can find it. Can I ask you a quick question? I saw one time Tracy Morgan was on a talk show and he lifted up his shirt to expose his belly as he is uh, prone to do. And he was wearing a, um, a Dexcom continuous glucose monitor. Do you use any technology to help you understand your type two? I do. Um, I used Dexcom uh, years ago in the beginning um, when when my blood sugar uh, was just erratic and all over the place, um, and eventually um, stopped using it. Uh, I've also used uh, a new device, the Libra. Uh, I think I'm pronouncing it correctly. Another one. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, just because you know, certain times, sometimes, uh, no matter what you do. Uh, no matter how great you think you are at battling this disease, it sometimes is bigger than, than, than what you're doing and who you are. And, um, you know, my sugars were out of whack, uh, again, you know, no, and, and it's not due to any uh, fault of my own. I'm a vegan again, you know, I'm in the gym, but my A1C levels, uh, have been elevated and, you know, I've realized at night that, you know, my, uh, my glucose levels spike. Like I could do three miles on my treadmill and my blood sugar, or my glucose level will be an 86 before I go to bed. And I wake up in the morning and it's 210, you know, and I'm like, yo, what's going on? And so with, with, you know, modern technology, we're able to see 
when it's spiking, the levels, uh, how they're, they're working, uh, and, and keeping a food journal and diaries like, okay, well, this is what I ate, this is what I drank, this is what I did, and this is the effect of that. So long, a roundabout answer is like, yes, I've used Dexcom, I've used the, the Libra, uh, and, and it, it can only help uh, uh, those of us, you know, monitor. Uh, you know, yeah. the, the, the crazy thing about this disease, we can't see this. We can't see how it's affecting us. You know, I, the only way that, that I know my blood sugar is, is elevated is if I feel lightheaded or dizzy or if I'm pricking my finger. So it, it only helps us to use the technology that, that's at hand today uh, to help us with this, yeah. to help us on this journey. I don't think many people would imagine that after exercise and, and finger stick that told them their blood sugar was 86 around bedtime, that they would go to 200 overnight. It's, that's really, that's great information for everyone to have. Listen, I know I don't have you for very long, so I have to switch gears here for a second and, and kind of kiss your butt for a second. So in my house, in, <laughs> in, in the fall, we have a ritual here. We yank out the Entertainment Weekly, and we go through the new stuff that's coming on television, and then we load up the TiVo with things we think we're going to be interested in. And a number of years ago, my wife's like, are we going to try Blackish? And uh, I was like, what is it? And she started telling me about it. My son, who back then must have been about 15, he poked his head around the corner and he goes, that's the guy from Kangaroo Jack. And, and so and, and I was like, he's funny. He's been in a bunch of stuff. We started rattling off stuff you'd done. And so we, we gave the show a chance. Since then, never missed an episode. It is, it's not just entertaining and hilarious. It is definitely one of those shows where we have to pause so one of us can finish laughing so everybody can hear what's going on. But the social aspect, mm-hmm. the social aspect of it is is really spectacular, and and I just wanted to know what that was like for you to be able to, to deliver a message about you know about the black experience to a, an audience that probably wouldn't otherwise get to experience it. You know, Kenya Barris, who created our show, who's my partner in this, we sat down, you know, a little over six years ago now, and looked at the landscape of television and. Uh, talked about what was missing for us, you know, for he and I, uh, what we missed from television. Uh, growing up on shows like All in the Family, you know, The Jeffersons, Good Times, you know, Maud, Sanford and Son. You know, we missed shows that, that were entertaining, that also had, you know, social commentary, that also dealt with these individuals' personal experience and the specificity in which they talked about those subject matters and how it affected them. And because of that specificity, it all, how we were made aware of it and how it affected us. And, you know, we started talking about our family and, you know, the stories that we wanted to tell in the same vein as the stories that Norman Lear told uh, with all of those shows. And, um, and that's how Blackish was born. It's not like we feel a responsibility uh, to talk about those things um, uh, to the masses, but we feel a responsibility to ourselves to address certain things that are affecting us and our community and then deal with it in a humorous way. And, you know, we, we, we do it through laughter because then we can bring everyone to the table. And once we start laughing at ourselves and with ourselves, you know, we can infuse the message and, and have a dialogue uh, to see what change we can make if there needs to be change made. 
I'd like to share with you an impact it had on me. So my son, who's now a freshman in college, when he was coming into middle school, so I'm guessing around seventh grade, he came home one day and told us about the new people he was meeting. He made a new friend. And uh, one of the friends he made is now a lifelong friend, and our families are close and everything. And um, that boy happened to be probably the one black face in in a fairly, you know, white neighborhood. We were recently at his graduation party, and I was with his family. His grandmother came over to me, and she started explaining to me. He, she was thanking me, and I, and I didn't quite understand why, Anthony. She's like, you know, it's just, it was so great of your son to, to reach out and, and be friends back then when, you know, when my grandson got to the school. And she kept going on and on, and it took me a moment to figure out that what she meant was that her entire family was incredibly worried that that boy would go to that school and people would ignore him or shun him or treat him poorly. And that my son's friendship was a signal to the rest of the school that, that, you know, it was, it was, you know, it was okay to talk to this person. And I have to tell you that never in a million years did I ever think that in the seven or eight years I've known this boy, he's like a son to me. I love him. And I never thought about that aspect of his life. And I genuinely think that I I know this is going to maybe sound crazy, but had I not, experienced your show, I don't think I would have heard what she was saying to me at that party. I think I would have just heard a thank you, like a polite thank you from somebody. But she meant so mm-hmm. she meant so much more than that. There was so much more than that in her words. And and I just I I would have missed out on that had I not had your experience filtered through that show. So it, it really it meant a lot to me personally. And I'm sure it does to a lot of other people. But but I just I really can't tell you how much I appreciate that. No, it, it warms my heart to to hear you say that uh, because those those are the stories uh, that are important to us, and that's why we do what we do, you know, to to bring you know that understanding and that compassion. At the end of the day, we're all human, you know, we're 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 all human who just want to be accepted and, and want to be loved for who we are. And we all have our own experiences in, in, in dealing with that. Yeah, yeah. That 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 kid is just—he's one of my favorite people on the planet. And it, it breaks my heart to think that he ever had that concern in his life. Um, listen, I know we're coming up on it, so let me just tell you this: Thank you so much for introducing Jennifer Lewis into my life. And Dion Cole—I found his stand-up because of Blackish. That man is hilarious, and I don't think I ever would have known about him without the show. What he does with his eyes just—it it crumbles me. I, I I can't stop laughing. Um, and, and my last thing, my daughter's 14, and she made me promise this morning when I dropped her off to tell you that she would be an amazing liar on To Tell the Truth. And I don't know why I'm supposed to tell <laughs> I love it. I love it. We're, we're shooting the new season. Uh, we've been, we started the new season uh, on Sunday. I'm on hiatus from Blackish right now. So we're doing the next installment of 13 shows. Uh, uh, as as we speak, and uh, I would love to have that little fourteen year old liar on my show, dude. I can't tell you. Like I was like, what should I be thinking that my fourteen year old feels comfortable not only telling me that she thinks that she'd be a great liar, but that she thinks she could fool a bunch of people? I thought, what else has she been like fooling me about? So exactly, <laughs> you better watch that one. You better watch that one. Uh, seriously, uh, Anthony. Again, this is really terrific. I I, I can't thank you enough for doing this. I'm going to let you go, but. But um, uh, good luck with everything. And, and seriously, I, you went from being the guy in Kangaroo Jack to Anthony Anderson in our lives. So, so uh, great, great success, and, and I hope it continues for you. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. And please give my love to your son. 
uh, your daughter, your wife, and the rest of the family. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Uh, you too. Huge thank you to Anthony for coming on the podcast. To learn more about Get Real About Diabetes, you can go to getrealaboutdiabetes.com. They also have an amazing Facebook page. And I'm going to have links, of course, in the show notes of your podcast app, as well as on juiceboxpodcast.com. If type 2 diabetes is in your life or in the life of a loved one, check out getrealaboutdiabetes.com. Okay, so I get done talking to Anthony and end up sending him a photograph of Arden, my son Cole, and his friend Carney. And an hour or so later, Anthony sends back this video that he made for the kids. And he said, please share this with your, with your children and with your son's friend. So I'm going to play the audio from it just here. It's also going to be available on my Facebook page for Juicebox Podcast. Uh, so I'm teasing you a little bit to keep you through the ads. And at the end, I'm going to play what I think is a really powerful message from Anthony about getting real about diabetes. You ready? You got a couple more minutes. Episodes are usually an hour long. I mean, at this point, you're thinking, this guy better fill 40 more minutes for me. Okay, here's how I'm going to handle this. First, you'll hear the message from Anthony. Then, the ads. Don't worry, they'll be truncated, shorter. You understand? And then, the audio from the video that Anthony sent to Cole, Carney, and Arden. Seem fair? Here we go. Let me tell you something you probably already know. You need to get better control. You're not getting enough exercise. You should eat better. Your blood sugar is too high. But you already knew that. You know how I know? I was once you. I sat right there and had the same exact thoughts as you regarding my type 2 diabetes. I thought I could do it on my own. I thought there was some miracle cure. I hoped that one day it was going to just reverse itself. I didn't want to get real. But that ain't you. You're better than that. Can you look yourself in the eye and say you're doing all you can? No? Be honest with yourself. It's time to get real and take control. Your numbers are your scoreboard. Don't let them get the best of you. I'm not telling you it's going to be easy. Because it's not. It's going to be tough. But it will be so worth it. This is your chance. Your call to get real. Maybe the disease won the first round, but we're still in this fight. You're not alone. We're in it together. Now tell me this. What are we going to do? Okay, now let's get to the ads, right? I want to thank Omnipod for sponsoring the show. Omnipod makes the tubeless insulin pump that my daughter has been wearing for a decade it is small, does not have any tubing whatsoever that is attached to you. Like, you know how you see people with a pump and there's like a controller hanging from their belt or something? The Omnipod does not have that. Everything about the Omnipod is self-contained inside of this little pod that you wear. Now, there is a controller that you carry separately. It's not attached to you, so you don't have to hook onto it. It could be in your pocket. It could be, you know, in your purse. It's not something you need frequently. It doesn't have the insulin in it. That's the problem with those other pumps, is the insulin's in that controller. It's being pumped through the tube. I don't know if you know that or not. With Omnipod, the insulin's with you. That means you don't have to disconnect your electronic device, like with other pumps, to get a shower, or to go swimming, or to go in the ocean, or to play sports. So you're always getting a constant flow of insulin. 
You don't have to take my word for it, though. You can go to myomnipod.com forward slash juice box, and there you can request a free, no-obligation demo of the Omnipod. We'll actually just send one right to your house, and you can wear it and try. And if you like it, you keep going. And if you don't, no harm, no foul. Took you five minutes. Next, I'd like to remind you to go to dancingfordiabetes.com. Dancing for Diabetes is a charity that helps children living with type 1 diabetes through dance. It's dancing, the number four, diabetes.com. They have a great Instagram, a great Facebook. Mostly, you're just going to see really cute kids having a great time dancing. And Dancing for Diabetes wants no more or less from you than for you to just know they exist, to check them out. That's a simple ask. Dancing, the number four, diabetes.com. And last but certainly not least, Dexcom, makers of the G6 Continuous Glucose Monitor. Arden has been wearing a Dexcom forever. It gives us the information about what's going on in her body that we can't see. You heard Anthony talk about it earlier. One of the hardest parts about diabetes is that something's happening in your body and you don't know what it is. But with Dexcom, you can see it. You can see the direction and the speed that your blood sugar is moving. This is incredibly impactful. Not only that, but Dexcom offers a share and follow feature. So if you would like someone else to see your blood sugar, say a relative, a spouse, if you'd like to see your child's blood sugar, you can. It's amazing. It's available for Android and iPhone. And it is exactly how I always know what Arden's blood sugar is. As a matter of fact, I see right now she needs a bolus. So if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go. You can learn more about all these things at juiceboxpodcast.com or by going to the links in your show notes. It's myomnipod.com forward slash juicebox. Dexcom.com forward slash juicebox or dancing the number four diabetes.com. Don't forget Anthony with Get Real About Diabetes. They really would love for you to go to their Facebook page. I'm going to link to their Facebook page through my Facebook page and here in the show notes. Okay, before we go, as promised, here's the audio from the video that Anthony sent to my kids. It was so nice of him to do, and they got such a kick out of it. Check it out. Arden, Cole, and Carney, I will forever be known to you as Uncle Anthony. So you can show that to all your friends. I mean, my Uncle Ant sent me a video. Hey, guys, love you. Thank you for being fans of the show. And I hear somebody's the best liar in the family who wants to be on to tell the truth. You got a personal invite to come lie, but practice on your dad first. All right, guys. Love you.